Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. The right questions can help you build a culture of development, growth, and teamwork. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. In our last time together, we talked about four life-changing questions, and I'm going to throw a few more at you. Questions you could ask yourself every day to really build a culture of teamwork and development and excitement and growth. You know, nothing real complicated. I mean, we're talking about just basics here. But man, when you package them all together, it's really powerful. If you missed last week's podcast, I'd encourage you to go back and put these two together. You can develop it into a teaching of your own, share it with your people. But man, this is something I would get with my team on. And I would say, we're going to make these questions part of our culture because they will embrace your vision and, and bring it to life, I believe, uh, with all my heart. So we're going to dig in to this life-changing questions, part number two. And we're going to start by asking this question. What do I do or what do we do that can be improved upon? You know, the old saying is the tyranny of the urgent is what drives a lot of things. And unfortunately, most things do not get attention in ministry and business and life, most times, until they're completely broken. Rather than sitting back sometimes and looking at, uh, you know what, I'm going to improve something that's working okay because it's just not okay to be okay. And sometimes there are things that are very important to us and they're just okay. They're not squeaking. The wheel doesn't need any grease. And there are other things that need more attention, but they're not as vital. They're not really a priority. And, uh, you know, it really refreshes us to work on things that we're good at and that uh, we know are important to us and to our ministry, our leadership, our business. Uh And keep developing those things, not to drop them just when they get above water. And boy, that would be a great question really to get into the culture of any leadership team to ask themselves every day, what can I do to improve what I do? Have you ever gone into place uh, and you think, man, if I was here for an hour, I I could really help this restaurant. I could really help this auto parts store. Uh, I could really help. I walked into a car dealership. My truck was being serviced and I just kind of wandered into the dealership and was, you know, just moseying around while I was waiting for them to finish up some paperwork. And there were people scurrying to and fro. It was not really what I would call busy. There was a man at the desk behind the glass, you know, and he was shuffling papers. There was a lady at the reception desk, you know, and I wandered around the showroom and I looked at the stickers, prices on the cars and was just reading. And, you know, not one person spoke to me. I I was shocked. Usually think they gang up on you, you know, but not one person uh, spoke to me. I mean, there's something wrong with that business, right? There there really is something wrong. There's something they really need to prove. You can't sell something to somebody if you can't talk to them, if you can't introduce yourself. Uh, no one even said hi. There were people that scurried by me, you know? No one even said hi, or I'll be with you in a minute, or do you need some help? How many times, okay? See, those are the questions that even in ministry, 
that can happen to us if we're not really focused. So, you know, one of the great questions to ask is what can be improved before it's broken? What right now is a 20 that could go to a 40? What's a 40 that could go to an 80? What's an 80 that could go to a 100? And sometimes moving those things brings more fruit and more results than the thing that is is zero. That is going to take massive effort and massive attention to get to 20. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying sometimes there are things that are more ripe, more low-hanging fruit. By asking the question, uh, what can I do to improve things, I think is really critical. How about this question? I love this question. This might be my favorite one of the whole bunch, and I like them all, is this. Who can I thank today? Who can I thank today? Who can I have a genuine, heartfelt thanks? Thank you for doing what you're doing. Not, not just thanks, not, not just thank you, but thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. God appreciates it. Our team appreciates it. There's people that depend upon you that appreciates it. You know, I had a, I had a pastor uh, call me uh, uh, this week, as a matter of fact, about the podcast. He said, listen, I just want to tell you, thank you for doing that podcast. Maybe you don't hear from people, but it just keeps you on my toes. He said, I... He said, I mean, I just look forward to listening to it and I share it with people. And and uh, I said, you know, th- thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And I did. That was nice that, that he took the time to to thank you. That, that put a little bit of wind in my cells. That put a little bit of fire in my belly. But uh, the truth is we can all use that. But I think it's as good for the giver as it is the person that is receiving to learn to develop a culture, to learn to develop a habit of just saying thank you. Play a game with yourself, maybe today or tomorrow. See how many times you can say a real thank you. Thanks, but thank you very much. And maybe even say their name. You know, names are powerful. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you very much, William. Thank you very much. And and that could be reading somebody's name tag at a checkout counter. That could be somebody you work with. That could be somebody you live with but just taking the time to say thank you. Maybe, you know, wouldn't it be great if the whole staff was together and each day you made a mental or a literal list and said, okay, here's three people I'm going to thank today. Wow. How revolutionary would that be? How life-giving would that be? I think that would be just really, really exceptional. Here's another question you can ask. This would be technically question number six between the two podcasts. And that would be this. What can I do today to plan for tomorrow? What can I do today in the midst of all my activity? What can I look at my day timer? And, and again, I'm not talking figuratively like five years down the road. These questions are literally day-by-day questions. What can I do today to plan for tomorrow? There's nothing worse for me than getting up in the morning and trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I don't let that happen too often. Usually when I go to bed at night, I've got a list of what I'm going to be doing in the morning and I've put a little bit of work and a little bit of thought into, you know, where that priority list is going to go and, uh, you know, the phone calls I've got to make and all those type of things. And I just find out I'm a lot more efficient I'm a lot more effective when I plan to do something because planning on doing nothing is planning on accomplishing nothing. So what can I do to plan for tomorrow? What can I do to plan tomorrow's day? I think that's just like really, really 
hypercritical, okay? That is really important. Here's the eighth question I'm going to ask, okay, uh, that wasn't on the list, and that is this. How would things work without me today? If I wasn't here, how would things work without me? If I was out of the picture today, how would things work without me? That would make you think about, you know, communication. It'll make you think about delegation. It'll make you think about strategy. It will make you think about uh, giving people a, a greater birth of leadership, possibly. Uh, there's a lot of questions that could raise just by asking that question. How would this work without me? What would happen if I wasn't here? It amazes me that there is many times in church life, if a leader is missing, the meeting gets canceled or the program gets shut down uh, or no decisions can be made because that person isn't there. You know, that's not a compliment. That's not a healthy scenario. Uh, or the leader can't go, uh, like we face this in youth ministry. Well, the youth leader can't go, so none of our youth people can go. We can be doing a conference or a concert. Well, the youth leader can't go, so 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 that's right. So all the youth are now deprived because the youth leader can't go. Can I just tell you, I don't know what that system is, but it's not a kingdom system. Okay, it's a bottleneck system. And that question needs to be asked right now. How would this work without me? Because God wants it to work without you. And you can be uh, a progenitor in that. You can be somebody who fans the flames of that, who, who encourages that, somebody who makes that happen by asking that question. And if you've got helpers around you, if you've got a staff around you, paid or volunteer, that could, that could be a great discussion to have. How would this work without me? Not I'm retiring, I'm leaving, I'm quitting, I'm dying, I'm leaving the planet. Just if I'm not here for a day, how would this work? What is the best way when I'm not here for this thing to work? You might get some really hyper valuable input that money could not buy. So as we started out the podcast last week, I started talking about you can really talk a lot about the character of an organization and a person, not so much by the answers they have, but by the questions they ask. Isn't it great when you pull up to a place and they say, how may I serve you? How may I take care of you? Have all your needs been met? Is there anything else I can do for you? They're asking a question, right? Wouldn't it be great if we were the best question answerers or askers on the face of the earth? I think that would be uh, a great compliment. And that's actually Jesus in his ministry, oftentimes he would turn that around. When they would ask him a question, he would ask them a question back, right? Because if you don't get asked the right question, guess what? You're not going to get the right answer. Now, are you? So let's start asking the right questions. Hey, share this podcast with somebody. I do want to remind you that my book, The God Who Intervenes, is out. It's 124 pages. It's my life story with some teaching moments. Uh, you can go to my Facebook and find that. You can go to the NRP webpage and find that. And you can get it on the retail things like Amazon and all those places too. Uh, but you can get it right in house from us. So uh, I'd encourage you to, to buy that book and pass it around. I wouldn't have written it if I didn't think it would be a blessing and encouragement to somebody to see the power of God in your life. Lord bless you. Today, Keith continued his discussion about some great questions to ask yourself daily. 
One, what is my priority today? Two, what can I delegate today? Three, what can be learned today? Four, who can I help today? Five, what do we do that can be improved? Six, who can I thank today? Seven, what can I do today to plan for tomorrow? And lastly, eight, how would this work without me today? Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.